What's new at Cold Wax Academy? Rebecca and Jerry launched their spring quarter on April 12th. This quarter sessions include identifying compositional issues in your work, technical information from Gamblin representative Mary Tevlin, a painting clinic for works in progress, and much more. As always, members can join in on live sessions with questions and comments and can benefit anytime by interacting with other members on our members-only Facebook page. With 100 recorded sessions in the member library, there is always something to learn or review with topics ranging from technical advice to visual language to guest speakers and critiques of member work. To learn more about membership and to purchase Cold Wax tools and Rebecca and Jerry's book, Cold Wax Medium, Techniques, Concepts, and Conversations, please visit coldwaxacademy.com. That's coldwaxacademy.com. All right, let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to The Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's audio producer, podcast guru, and her son. On today's episode, we are talking about gratitude. As artists, what role can gratitude play in our work and practice? On a personal level, we know that focusing on what we're grateful for is good for overall mental health and contentment. Today, we'd like to talk about specific situations in which appreciation and gratitude can help artists cope with some of the tougher aspects of an art practice. Expressing gratitude can also help in your professional life to build mutual appreciation and respect in your dealings with the art world. Today, we'll talk about the importance of gratitude on both personal and professional levels. With me, as always, is Rebecca Kroll. Hello, everyone. And this topic is uh, is kind of hitting me right now because in a few days, um, I'm going to be going to Ireland to the Bowen Glen Arts Foundation, um, where I have been, I think this is my 10th visit there, my 10th residency and workshop teaching time. And I was just thinking about what that place has meant to me in, in like the past decade. Um, the first time I went was in 2013. And... You know, I was kind of thinking, wow, it's just, it's been kind of amazing. And it's, it led me to thinking about just different people and situations in my art life that have meant so much to me. And so I thought I would start on a, on a personal level by just mentioning some of these. And when I'm thinking back, this is covering a lot of years, <laughs> a lot of ground. I will keep it short, uh, but I kind of, I wanted to do this exercise for myself, and I, I think it's a good thing to do, to think about gratitude in a specific way, about in your life as an artist, what, you know, who's helped you, what's happened, um, how many good things have come your way, and how generous people have been with you, and those sort of things. So it gives you, it just gives you a bigger picture of <laughs> where you are as an artist and and how you got there, all the help you had getting there, um, no matter at what point you are in your art career, um, there are things to feel grateful for. And and I think to, to keep you humble, because you know, when you think about all this, that you did not do this on your own, <laughs> you know, that, that uh, there have been, anyone can think back on people that have helped them. And stepped in at the right moment and that sort of thing. So, so here's my own list. Um, and this is, 
I'm sure it's not complete, but it's what I came up with to, to talk about in just a few minutes. And this goes way back for me to childhood. And my parents were were so supportive and encouraging of me and my and my art. I mean, they they really helped me to set my course early on and to, to think of myself as an artist. They never laughed at that idea. I mean, that, they took it seriously. Um, and I, I, I wanted to mention this because a lot of our listeners have children in their lives, whether they're children, grandchildren, nieces and nephews, um, and that the effect that you can have on those children to um, see themselves as being artistic people, as being creative people at a really early age has a huge impact. And it's not that, you know, you don't want to say, oh, you're just making a mess or anything like that. My parents let me make messes and they they encouraged me to take art classes outside of school and do all kinds of things. They took me to art museums. They were not artists. They really didn't know very much about it at all but they respected my, my own interest in that. Um, and in my early life, my brothers also, um, my younger brother has now become probably the biggest collector of my work <laughs> ever, <laughs> starting with some childhood things, um, and has continued to be so supportive. So I'm so grateful to have had this, you know, my original family to be behind me on this. Um, and they also, uh, my parents saw that saw to it that I was introduced at a young age to some professional and serious artists. And that really helped me understand that it was possible to conduct your life as an artist. One in particular, um, I remember going to see the sculptor Genevieve Hamlin at her studio when I was 11 or 12. And she took an interest in me, took me seriously, and I looked around at her life and I said, wow, she's in this studio. She's got, you know, a farm around her with a horse. And I mean, it was like a little girl's dream of what could what could an art life be? Um, when I was in school, I had some some good teachers. And, and that includes both um, middle school, high school, and in college and graduate school. And they were they were people that were also practicing artists, and one in particular was my junior high art teacher, Penny Russell, who introduced me to abstraction. I really didn't know what it was, <laughs> and she helped me to see, to see it, you know, to understand it somewhat. Um, and so all that educational background and, and childhood and everything for myself was not, I wasn't fighting, nobody was fighting with me about this. And that I'm so grateful for that because I realize how many people don't have that and how many people, you know, deal with parental expectations that are not in tune <laughs> with a creative uh, ambitions. And um, and then, you know, I, I had my married life. Um, Don, my husband, your dad, is has been exemplary supportive spouse I mean just always believed in me and told me that and and really had more confidence in me than I did myself um, at, at certain times and and you know your support and and you know Ben's support when I was going to go away on a residency or something nobody was saying oh don't go you can't leave the family they were saying go this is great you know <laughs> how important that was, how grateful I am for that. Just that I think when, when you have family support, it just enables you to um, 
integrate your art life and your personal life in a, in a, in a healthy way. They're not at odds with each other. Um, and of course, I've had you know wonderful friends and, and art friends and other friends who had genuine interest in what I was doing. I've had friends that are you know very honest, very supportive, people who will celebrate good things with me and not feel competitive or jealous. It's just honest happiness for things, good things happening. And I try to, of course, return that. That's a that kind of um, back and forth friendship is is really something to be grateful for. And then I think about well, professionally, um, my very first gallery, Suzanne Cohn Gallery in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, this was a woman who came into my life when I was feeling very discouraged about my work, and she she saw my work in a group show and invited me into her gallery. And it was just like everything changed in my life then. And I had support. I had started to sell my work. And when I think about, you know, her just being there at that moment and, and supporting me was so important. And my gallery after that, um, Circa Gallery in Minneapolis, Wanda Fletcher was also fabulously supportive. So many others since. My current gallery in Santa Fe is very supportive. It's it's just, you know, as artists who have worked with a number of galleries, we'll always have some that you think, oh, that's that's really a struggle, or, you know, I'm sort of glad I got out of that situation or whatever. But I'm grateful because all the way there have been ones that were just just a really good fit. You know, they, they get me, and they, they've been able to sell my work, and um, that's been great. And then I guess on a, a two more things to mention quickly, one is opportunities that have come my way for artist residencies. The first one I ever went on was mm, 20, 23 years ago in Spain. Um, since then, other ones, Sweden and Spain and another one in Spain and Portugal, one in the U.S. and Georgia. Um, these residencies have all contributed to my work so much. It just very broadening experiences. And I always talk about the residencies in terms of encouraging other artists to look into these because there is just nothing like having this time to yourself to just really, you know, focus and 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 just do your work and maybe be in a really interesting place. Um, and the last thing I wanted to mention was being in a collaborative situation with Jerry um, Cold Wax Academy, different projects, different travels and teaching. Um, it's been, I think, eight years now since we started working together. And this, the opportunity for collaboration and to just uh, reach a lot more people through the book, through teaching and all that has just been so rewarding. So when I think about all of this, it's like, it's embarrassing almost. I mean, it's like an embarrassment of riches to have all these things and I I just feel like though it's important to say it and to say thank you to all these people um I just feel you know really grateful about all that so so that's kind of you know my list my short list and and I I just think it's uh like why would you do why would you make a list um I think everyone could um I think I think it just brings up your awareness of how much support you've had and how 
it's it's conducive to a positive outlook, I would say. Uh, in your professional life, do you find that there are opportunities to express that gratitude to people who have who have helped you professionally? Yes, I I try. I think the older I get, the more I try to say thank you in the moment. You know, it's it's a little bit harder to look back. Although there were people that I was uh, I was able to. Uh, communicate to late in their lives, like my junior high art teacher, I was able to talk to her about how much that meant to me. And, um, you know, we all take some of this stuff for granted. We do. I know that I, I told my parents that I really appreciated their support. I've told my brother. Um, and and I, I just think if the more, I guess, like I said, the older I get, the more I want to do it right now, right in the moment when somebody's doing something that I really appreciate to really just just pause and look at it from their point of view for a minute. And just as an example, I was in into my gallery in Santa Fe yesterday, and um, I was there to start planning an exhibit that I'm going to have this summer. And so the people that, the gallery manager and one of the people that works there were they sat down with like a notepad and they wanted to talk to me about my work. And we sat there for over an hour with them asking questions and just really wanting to get a full understanding of my work because in a way for a practical reason to be able to promote it. But, but they just were truly interested. And I thought, how wonderful is that? And, and one of them, it was her day off and she came in to do this with me and, you know, before I left, I just said, wow, thank you so much. It's just, it's not every day that this happens, you know, and, and I just wanted to tell them right then, this is special. Thank you so much. And I think whenever you have those situations, it takes a little bit of stepping back to say, what has this person given me? What have they given up to give this to me? You know, what efforts are they making? And then try to acknowledge that just seems important. And that's that's professionally as well. I mean, the people in your life that help you personally and with your work, with giving feedback, coming to your studio, whatever, it's them. It's also on a professional level. Yeah, I also think that as as we look at our lives and we think about in particular how many how many things had to align um perfectly, <laughs> you know, in, in a lot of these circumstances. And it's uh, it's it's in many cases it's beyond coincidence, you know, uh, and borderline miraculous, and I, yes. I think that it's important to to acknowledge, you know, a higher power working in our lives. At least that's yeah. how I feel about it. And uh, yeah. so I, I think there's that, a whole spiritual dimension to this as well. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think just that that's part of it. It's also understanding that the people that have helped you have done so um, willingly and, you know, graciously in ways that they didn't have to, you know. And that's that's just astonishing when you think about it, um, just that basic goodness of people wanting to help other people is um, on, on that very sort of day-to-day level that we can we can acknowledge that in other people. It's, it does, um, I think it helps us 
it helps us as people have a more spiritual outlook. It also helps us to um, avoid negativity, and we all slip into that for sure. But um, <laughs> sometimes, you know, you get crabby about something, you're complaining about something or whatever. Sometimes the very things that you're crabby about are things that you could very well be very grateful for, <laughs> you know. And I mean, sometimes I get a little crabby because I've got so much going on, you know, I just can't deal with all this stuff going on. <laughs> well, most of it is really good stuff. And most of it is stuff I brought on myself or with the help of other people, but I went for it, you know, I wanted it. And, and so I think, well, wait a minute, why? I mean, it just, it just helps to, yeah, take that step back and say, look at all the good stuff. What are you complaining about? And then I think that also helps you manage Stress helps you manage, um, you know, when there when there are a lot of things pulling you different directions to see the, the good aspects of, of those different things. Let's take a minute to look at what deals are available from Blick. Well, spring is upon us, and it's a great time of year to get outside with some watercolors and do some plein air painting. Right now, Blick has their Sennelier French Artist watercolor paint tubes and sets at 45% off list price. Continuing its traditional color palette used by French Impressionist painters, Sennelier has now expanded the Sennelier Artist watercolor line to include more rich darks and light-catching iridescence. Additionally, Sennelier has increased the paint's honey content, lending it a smooth consistency and extraordinary luminosity. Honey helps the paint stay wet longer on the palette and makes it easier to reconstitute if it has already cured. Although Sennelier still grinds each pigment and its medium on a granite surface to obtain extra fine consistency, the entire Sennelier line has been updated to reflect 21st century advances in pigment composition, resulting in the light fastness desired by today's painters. Colors are available in two tube sizes, 10 milliliter and 21 milliliter. To get your Sennelier French Artist watercolor paint tubes and sets at 45% off, please remember to use our affiliate link, which is, of course, MessyStudioPodcast.com slash Blick, B-L-I-C-K. When you use our affiliate link, it takes you straight through to the regular Blick website, but using that affiliate link lets Blick know that they should donate a generous 10% to the Messy Studio podcast, which really helps us out around here. So once again, to take advantage of that offer and support the Messy Studio podcast, that's MessyStudioPodcast.com slash Blick. That's all for now. Let's get back into the show. Um, yeah, and so I guess <laughs> it wouldn't be a complete um, list of gratitude for probably anybody listening to this podcast to leave out gratitude for being able to to create artwork <laughs> i mean how fulfilling just to be able to do what you do to to paint to sculpt whatever it is you do um because you know how satisfying how gratifying for us as artists to have that that outlet that conduit from what's inside to to producing something that other people can appreciate and and um it's it's also it's such an ongoing challenge it keeps you so uh alert involved your brain your emotions lots of things working together 
and that is, you know, that's really good for mental health to have a constant challenge, constant learning, constant figuring things out. <laughs> There's nothing routine for most of us in what we what we do in the studio. And so it just and it goes on and on. I mean, this is this is a motivation that doesn't go away. It it goes on under underlying everything for probably as long as you live. Um, and, and we can also in this way also give back through the work because if you're producing things that other people appreciate, enjoy, get something out of, it's that, you know, there is that communication going on. So sometimes I know when artists get down, they think, why, what's the point? You know, I'm just making more stuff <laughs> or, or what's the point when there's so many problems in the world that I'm doing this thing that I just basically really love and, you know, is that okay? And there's a lot of kind of philosophical ideas around that, um, that, that we always do need art. We always do need beauty and culture and it's part of humanity <laughs> To feel that you're a part of that positive aspect of humanity is, it's really gratifying. It's not, I mean, it's not all about you just doing your thing in your studio. It's because you are putting something out into the world that that other people relate to and get something out of. So uh, I I just feel that it's, it's just a, a gift to be able to do this. I mean, totally important. Um, for, you know, feeling worthwhile, feeling satisfied with things to be able to, to paint <laughs> for me, it's painting. Um, and also, also because for myself, another big a aspect of gratitude is what's around me here in New Mexico, uh, or when I, wherever I'm in a landscape, that's just really moving to me. The whole experience of nature, my, uh, being in nature, looking at nature, feeling part of it, um, you know, really, that's so important. And it's, I'm so happy to be here and be able to walk and access that all the time. Um, <clears throat> so in a way, I have to say, I think every work of art is an expression of gratitude on some level. It's it's the artist's gratitude to the world. And anybody listening to this can think of their own work in that way wherever their ideas come from, whatever their subject matter may or may not be, there's a gratitude for the source of your ideas and the gratitude for being able to produce it and, and put it out there. Um, so these are all kind of personal things, and I did I did want to fit in some things about professionally. I did a little bit in talking about the gallery thing. Um, and I guess gratitude is, is part of your professional career, and it... it it might seem a little self-serving to say that um, gratitude can further your career, but if you feel it honestly and you express it, um, it's just another form of communication and with people in your life that that can help you and um, and will further your what you're trying to do. And there are ways of expressing in words, but also in action, in the way that you behave in relation to your professional commitments like galleries. So to me, if you're working with a gallery and for your part, you're showing willingness to work with them, um, 
you're being very professional, you're taking responsibility, you're doing your best. That's also an expression of gratitude. I'm happy to be working with you. I'm happy to help things, you know, move along here. And so it may not actually seem so much like gratitude, but it's a stance towards your professional life that you're 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 with it. You're trying to help. You're trying to do your best. Um, and I think with with anybody personally who collects your work and admires your work and communicates with you about it, you know that's that's a great opportunity to to show them your appreciation for that. And some of us work with students. We teach workshops and so on. And I think there's a lot of gratitude for. Uh, from on my part, and I think for for all people who are working with students, gratitude for their willingness to trust and become engaged with you, um, and and really to make some sacrifices to come to workshops and classes, uh, financial time uh, commitments, and and to feel you know in your actions towards the students to understand that you're grateful to them, and let them know that and through through words and actions that you appreciate them and you're glad they're there. So I feel like there are certain attitudes that we just, that are really good. We may take them for granted or not particularly think of them as gratitude, but I think they are like generosity towards people. That's an expression of gratitude. You know, I'm, I'm willing to do this for you because I appreciate you, that kind of thing. And just to understand that without these other people in your life and situations, you would not be where you are. And that's really basic. Yeah, another basic one would be gratitude for our materials, for the the platforms that we have access to, yes. um, for the ability to create and listen to podcasts, and <laughs> yes, you know, just the there's a lot of kind of uh, technology that we're surrounded by that we kind of take take for granted. Um, oh and, uh, yeah, I, I think especially you know as artists, material technology and the access to the materials that we have today uh, is is it's easier to obtain art materials, uh, and it's. Uh, we ha- we have better access and, and better use of these things than at any other time in human history. And I think right. that that's an important <laughs> thing to be grateful for. It is. And, and again, something, yeah, we take for granted. We, we go online, we order from Blick, whatever, you know, it's there. It's there in two or three days. And, and yeah, the ease of that, um, the ease of um, being able to communicate through images that was not there 30 years ago, when we had to take slides outside in the cold weather and all that stuff. Now we have digital stuff that's so easy and um, so many ways that just general life has become easier, easier for artists, easier communication. Um, not so many difficult personal logistical struggles, you know, <laughs> Um, and and for sure, and also I think um, even the safety of the materials, the safety of our environments in the studio, we understand so much more about how to how to do that. And um, you know, in the past, sometimes artists became very ill from their materials and things. And it's just uh, you know, we have a lot of knowledge now, and 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 hopefully use that uh, in good ways. And yeah, I mean, it's it's endless when 
and and I suppose a, a good approach is to just be open to situations that uh, call for gratitude and try to acknowledge them in the moment, uh, but also to to make lists sometimes. And and if there is somebody that you feel you really want to tell them how much they've helped you, yeah, go ahead and do it. <laughs> um, there there are people when I think of people way in the past, I think how would I contact that third grade teacher who was so supportive of me? I have no idea. I barely, I'm not even sure if I remember her name. And she's probably long gone. So sometimes you can't, you know, but <laughs> you can think of them and and understand. Well, do you have any final thoughts to wrap up this episode? Well, we've just kind of, I hope, made people feel good about <laughs> Uh, you know, acknowledging and being grateful for things. And I, I think it's, I think no matter where you are in your your stage of development or your career, um, you can find things to point to with gratitude, even if it's only that you have the drive to make art. I mean, that is something to be grateful for and that you find it fulfilling and that it, it's enhancing your life. And just to step back and acknowledge how amazing that alone is. <laughs> it's just, and then to think about all the people and situations that um, have, that support you, that help you in this way. All right. Well, that just about wraps up this episode of The Messy Studio. For more from The Messy Studio, please go to MessyStudioPodcast.com and sign up for the email list. You can also find The Messy Studio on Facebook, as well as Rebecca's public profile page. For more from Rebecca Kroll, check out RebeccaKroll.com and Cold Wax Academy at ColdWaxAcademy.com. Be sure to sign up for the email list to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. For more from myself, Ross Tickner, check out RossTickner.com. The Messy Studio is a Tick Digital Media production. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. Until then, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise. Thanks, everybody.